You're listening to Eric Payne and the Pain to Power podcast. Roll your sleeves up and get ready to get your hands dirty. guest with me today if you heard the snickering in the background um we're gonna be tackling a very interesting subject but before we get into that let me have her introduce herself her name is christy christy what because your name is changing constantly christy what don't do that (laughs) what is it it's christy glasgow but everybody can just say chatterbox christy that's usually what everybody calls me anyway and the best way to find me anywhere so there you go uh, find you where in space? On yes, the in space on the internet. Okay, on okay. the corner. No. Okay. <laughs> and you, you've done like a couple shows. You have a podcast, right? Yes. Well, I used to have a podcast a long time ago, Chatterbox Show, and okay. then uh, recently I started Caffeinated Quickies, which is now in reboot mode. So, okay. Um, I only have so far one episode for this year, um, but I'm making some changes to that, and I'm also co-hosting. Um, a podcast that's going to be releasing soon called The B-Side. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the sidekick on that one as well. Okay. And there's a few other things in the works there, but mostly just focusing on writing and being my geek self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to give a little context, I know uh, Christy from a, when we both used to be bloggers. Yes. We are no longer bloggers. We're no longer bloggers. <laughs> right, right. We're more just transitioned out of that space into just you know content creators that kind of thing Mm -hmm. writers you know marketers marketers all that stuff yeah yeah so um just want to jump right in um you know there's this 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 little movie that came out a couple weeks ago i think it was february 18th 18th no yeah it came out was it 18th it was after Valentine's Day. okay yeah yeah february 16th 16th 16th. okay fine 16th (laughs) maybe i saw it on the 18th yeah all right so there's a little movie called uh, Black Panther, and it's based off of a character called Black Panther from Marvel Comics. And it's been quite the phenomenon because um, everyone, you know, from your typical fanboys um, to uh, all of black America and Africa. And <laughs> right, right. And the world has really grabbed hold. All of the melanated folks <laughs> right, has on grabbed, the planet. Exactly, has grabbed hold to this movie and assigned, um, and I want to give a little context, and assigned a little bit of, uh, assigned more importance to it than I ever imagined would happen. Right, right. right. Um, and I think, you know, going into it, so, you know, I, I grew up watching, uh, reading comics. I knew, I've known about Black Panther since the 70s. He was created in 1966, but I've known, I've, I started reading about him in the 70s. And, you know, to be per- be perfectly frank and transparent, I was like, whatever. I mean, Spider-Man was my dude. And, I mean, it was <laughs> not even Iron Man, like, Iron Man, Iron Man, I mean, the beautiful thing about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe, is that they seem to be able to take second string Yes, second characters, string characters and make them seem like completely awesome. Hinge Headliners. The whole, right, hinge yeah. the whole universe around them. So right, right. When they started with Iron Man, I mean, I was cool, I was cool with it, but I was kind of like, Iron Man? I mean, 
He's Iron Man. He's Iron Man, right. I, I mean, I didn't know that, you know, at the time I didn't know that they were, you know, setting up this whole thing and probably legally haranguing with Sony over Spider-Man. <laughs> because when I think, you know, when you think Marvel, you think Spider-Man. Right. You know, you well, think the Hulk. Or, or X-Men. X-Men, Spider-Man, the yeah. Hulk, you know, those kind of... I'm, I'm late, well... Captain America. Yes. I'm late to the... My geekiness over superheroes didn't really get cemented in Marvel in particular. It didn't get cemented in until the 90s for me because I was more, well, because the Super Friends is yeah. where I really got introduced it. But I, I do remember even before the Super Friends watching Spider-Man, that like right. really horribly animated Spider-Man. The with one the, from the 60s? Yes, with the, with the original song, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider. right. Okay, so that was my introduction to it. Right. Um, but not knowing that there was a distinction between universes, that there was a DC universe and right. there was a Marvel universe. And then I think my other introduction into Marvel in that same era of time was the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But again, not knowing that there was a distinction until later in life right. um, when I was exposed to, okay, this is all <clears throat> not one big party. Right. There are separations. And I started to really, in the early 90s, getting into the X-Men and, and really gravitating more towards the Marvel universe other than, you know, despite DC, although I... I, I, you know, Wonder Woman's Wonder my girl. Woman, Wonder Superman. Woman's my girl. Yeah. Batman's my dude. Um, Superman, eh. no, but no, Batman <laughs> until Ben Affleck ruined him uh, <laughs> was my dude. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I I do like how Marvel is kind of really making it a true universe. Right. Well, Disney slash Marvel is making it into this true universe where they are taking the, the uh, I don't want to say, un well, I guess they are kind of unsung heroes. It's like you have to be really deep up in the comics to even know the existence of some of these people and their actual true power. Right. So yeah. having them say, hey, let's, let's do Black Panther next, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't even think that they as the filmmakers or anything had any clue i mean i just remember that the the true comic fans when he was introduced in the, in uh, captain america civil war were like yes black right. panther and then the end with the, the bonus scene where mm -hmm. you know he's there and they got the panther coming out of the mist right. and everybody's like oh does this mean he's getting a movie or right. i don't even think they th they thought he was going to get a movie i think it was just like okay this is going to be the next iteration of the right. of the avengers kind right. of thing but then to find out, oh no, he's got his own dude deal. It was kind of like word. I mean, I heard it more from white people than right. I did from from black people. Going, a Black Panther movie is going to be dope, you right. know. And then to have it explode into what it has exploded right. into right. for us. Right. Well, it's interesting because I think they just take the temperature, right? Because when Iron Man first came out, right, it was the whole thing about this forty-year-old guy <laughs> who was, you know, had lived. Uh huh. But then, like, turned a corner and started a whole new life. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that relates to folks who have been divorced, mm -hmm. you know, like men who are, like, about to hit a midlife crisis. Like, it just, it wasn't about the youngster anymore. It wasn't a, it wasn't a teenage movie like mm -hmm. Twilight and right. everything else. Even, even the Spider-Mans where they kept starting him over Which, as a kid. You know? Well, they finally got the age right. <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. <clears throat> you don't have a a, a thirty five year old playing a high school right, student right, anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I 
think similarly, you know, like when they announced Black Panther, I was kind of like, I mean, kind of like when they announced, so they announced Iron Man, and I was like, eh. And then they announced Robert Downey Jr., and I was like, eh. eh like, how's this going to work? But then I was like, okay, well, he has the goatee, but I mean, whatever. But then I saw it, and I was like, oh, wow. You know, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Black Panther, and I mean, the thing, I, I thought it was pretty cool that they, you know, picked Chadwick Boseman, Chadwick Boseman, because kind of like, you know, uh, Heath Ledger, uh-huh. rest in peace. Yes. I never heard Heath Ledger, except in interviews, speak in the, his own voice. Really? Because every movie he always had an accent. A different accent. Yeah. Same I mean, for, there was a couple times where he was using his own, but well, right, you didn't right. know. You didn't know it was his own because right. he's a different person. Right, right. So same with Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. He's played a different, you know, whether it's James Brown, Jackie Robinson, whatever. He's, he's always had a different dialect right, going he's on. Had a different dialect. So, you know, they introduced him and I was like, oh, okay, well, I, <laughs> I don't get it because, you know, when I read the comics, he was like, not Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther <laughs> was, you know, just, you know, and I thought it was, you know, the way it's celebratory now. I, and I understand now that it, they were trying to celebrate it then, but you have to understand the character was written by a white, a white guy. guy. Two white guys. Two white guys. Yeah. So when he was in the comics, he was all, I am Africa. I am Africa. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, really? Like, this is so not. But he was a bad dude, though. Right. But as a kid, not necessarily being tuned into that. Right, Like, right. on the page. I'm right. not talking about on the screen, because right. it's different. But right. on the page, you were kind of like, Okay, but do you climb walls? Like, do you shoot lasers? <laughs> like, what do you do? Right, do you shoot? other than be Africa. Right, other than other than boast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than boast. Other than walk around with your ego right. on your chest. Other what than, do you right, do? Other exactly. Than boast of your royal lineage. What do, What do you actually do? Because I mean, if it's just about and have having, a bunch of women right. chasing after you. Right. <laughs> if it's just about having muscles, I mean, right. All All of y'all do. Like right. all of y'all have muscles, right? You know, right? Um, and I think as a kid, you know, looking for the quick, li- what is it, reptile brain or lizard brain, looking for the quick hit, I, I wanted to see what you could do. I, uh-huh. I was, I wasn't into all the dialogue. Like, can, but can you fly? Right, right. <laughs> laser beams. Uh, what laser, you got? If you can't stick to walls, if you can't shoot laser beams, laser beams out your eye, if you can't freeze stuff, and if you, and my number one, if you can't fly, right? Like know, what? You know, I mean, I was. Do you have super strength? Well, I guess he did have super strength. Right, right. But everybody's got everybody's super strength. Super I mean, that's there. that's so passe. Right, you know, right, right, super right, strength right, is right. everybody's thing. Right. Do you? I mean, do you have a relationship with metal? <laughs> <laughs> Can you move shit with your mind? <laughs> right, 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 right. So since if that's if that if, if if you don't have any of that, then I was just like, yeah. But anyway, so he showed up in Civil War, like you said, mm-hmm. and I was like. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, you know, there was, a, there was, there was a pulse. There was an energy yes. that I wasn't anticipating. Yeah. You know? Um, so the movie comes out. So look, we, you know, totally could geek out in this space for the uh, rest of this time. But right. I want right, to stick right. on the subject. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so the movie comes out and the world, the world literally goes to watch and, you know, it's almost to a billion dollars worldwide. So mm-hmm. congratulations to them. It's an amazing feat. Um, but there's been this this other thing that's kind of come out on social media, and, and and this is probably you know just a lot of people who aren't fanboys, a lot of people who just or fangirls, a lot of people who just are watching the movie as a movie, mm-hmm. picked up on tons and tons and tons of other and underlying meanings that honestly I had to think about again mm-hmm. because I watched it as a comic book nerd so mm-hmm. I wasn't even paying attention to that stuff but then I was like okay you know um because Ryan Coogler wrote co-wrote and directed it but mm-hmm. 
one of the biggest things that's come out, and this came out almost immediately after it came out, was about the quote-unquote villain. Right. Eric Killmonger, who, you know, again, if we were to go into fanboy stuff, I would argue that he was not portrayed true to the character. I mean, right. It was M'Baku, who's also a fan favorite. M'Baku is quite the villain. In well, the and, and M'Baku is the man now. <laughs> right, right. He's the man now. It's like, you know, I'm finding, which I think is absolutely brilliant, that again, um, this, this, this new Marvel universe is taking the people who were supposed to be in the background right. and bringing them forward. Right. It's almost like people walked away from that movie and nobody was talking about T'Challa. Right, right. <laughs> Right. They were talking about Okoye. They were talking about Shuri. They were talking right. about Mbaku. They were, right. you know, talking about Eric Killmonger. Right. T'Challa who? Right. <laughs> Black right. Panther who? Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, so Killmonger. So the, the the dilemma that a lot of people have been having is that what well, was Killmonger actually bad? So when I watched the movie, I was kind of like, well, Killmonger's a fundamentalist. And I mean, we all have fundamentals. Right, and, right. I mean, we currently, you know, we, we live our lives reading the news about a fundamentalist in the White House. Mm. We, you know, we uh, hear undercurrents of fundamentalists, the alt-right and all the rest of it. We hear about fundamentalists from the Middle East. And, you know, there's fundamentalists in, in Christian churches. There's fundamentalists in, in, in every religious sect. Being fundamentalist is just literally being a purist to your cause. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily being concerned about how you achieve the ends, especially if it's at the expense of other people. Right. Right. I mean, he sort of was just like, he believed in it so much that he didn't care. Right. He believed in it so much that he didn't care. And he wasn't going to listen to any opposing views. And he wasn't willing to listen to any opposing views. Mm, Sound familiar. And because, (laughs) right. And because, um, you know, he didn't have daddy issues. He had family issues. You know, his dad was taken from him. Yes. And then his family abandoned him. Yes. Which, and, and I think the difference, what I think what it is, is this is what happens when your family and your community abandons you and you actually have power like you know what i mean mm. because when uh, when it happens on the day to day you don't have any power so you, right. you're irrelevant you're just like a dredge on humanity but right. this is what happens when someone is actually abandoned but actually is capable of things right right he just um, uses his powers for the wrong reasons. Right. Or uses, yeah, uses them blindly wrong reasons. Because a different movie would have been, and again, like I said, they are not, they did not stick to the true character of Killmonger because Killmonger was not his cousin in the comic books. He was not. Well, for those who are listening who are not as geeky as us, <laughs> right. can, you, can you do like the Cliff Notes version of what he should, what, what his, because we know, we know that movies take liberties. Right. And some people are like super pissed about the liberties that they take. Right. Or... They're like, okay, like how you are. It's like, that's not quite how it happened, right. but you're okay. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. So, so he, <clears throat> and I think there is an alternative storyline where he is his cousin the way it is in the movie. Oh, okay. But he is is a Wakandan who just basically left to study abroad, mm-hmm. um, learned all these different things, and then he fell in league with Claw and became an apprentice of Claw. Oh. And then came back. After doing what a lot of people do, foreign nationals do, come back. He came back. And he was jealous, and he wanted he he as a as a Wakandan, he you know wanted access to the throne. Now I'm not I'm I'm sort of paraphrasing, so I'm sure if someone listens to this and knows, I mean, look, if you're willing to 
combat this theory, I'm I'm not gonna fight you. It's fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal, right? Especially since we have been given a whole nother story. So right, right. You know. So, but I mean, for the for the purposes of what we watched, right? Um, you know. There wouldn't have been a movie if he had come in and said, hey, I'm Wakandan and I think we should do this. And if they had had a conversation. But the thing was, because Chadwick Boseman actually said T'Challa was, uh, Black Panther was the villain of Black Panther. Now, Mm. I I don't agree with that either. But if you look at it, so he shows up. He was in handcuffs, and I'm not even sure why, but he shows up in the in the palace. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's crazy. That's well, why no, he showed up. But he in... brought he brought the dead body. Well, oh, oh, wait, disclaimer. If you haven't seen if Black you haven't Panther, seen if you haven't seen Black Panther, <laughs> you need to put that in the notes. Right. There's a whole lot of spoilers. Right, in this, right. This Spoiler alert. We're just we're just assuming that everybody's right, seen right. it. By, now. by the way, 16 minutes in, if you have not seen the movie, stop listening. Stop listening. <laughs> Stop listening and send me hate mail. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, why do we have to put that disclaimer? Because if you see Black Panther in the title of something right. and you haven't seen the movie, how about no? Right. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> how about no? How about just uh, wait till you see it and then click the link? There right. You go. Right. So, um, I guess my theory, the thing is, is that he shows up. He comes home. I mean, no one knows that he's Who he family. Is. Right. right. He comes home. And everyone treats him with disdain except for T'Challa. Yeah, because he knows. Right. And I actually felt, personally, as far as just acting goes, I felt that Chadwick Boseman's mourning and lamenting for this lost child of Wakanda was real. Yeah. Like, it was, he was screaming at his dad. He yeah. was screaming at Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Like, he was yelling at them. Yeah. Like, how could you do this? Like, for the country? For well, the country? And, and it's like, we. this is not us. Right. If you think about it, if you look at how they set up Wakanda to be this this amazing community that loves its people so right. much to the point of protecting them from everything, a leaving one of our own abandoned as a child is not what we do. This right. this is not something that is right. conducive to our way of life. So the movie apparently the the first cut um, this may be internet rumor or not because you never know with the internet um, was four hours. I mean clearly that would not have made it to screen. Um, and and Marvel is all about the closed loop. And what I, I call it, what I deem the closed loop is that they kill off all their villains in the comics. They live to fight another day. They kill everybody. Pretty much. Let me think, about, think that. about that. Keep talking. I'm gonna think. Think about it. I mean, if not, or they they've been left in such a uh, debilitated state. No, some never... of them get no. Who? Did you see Spider Man Homecoming? He who Vulture is in jail. Okay, Vulture. Spoiler. In jail. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't see Spider Man Homecoming, right. I just screwed it up for right. you. Vulture's in jail. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and Bucky, who's not a villain either. Uh, and okay, well Loki. Loki, but is Loki a villain? Lo- or is Loki a, a mischievous miscreant. Like so, the problem with the Thor, the Thor thing, right, uh-huh. is that they're all gods. However, Thor spoiler: <laughs> if you saw Thor Ragnarok, yeah, big sis is gone. Hella. Oh, oh yeah, she's she yeah. She's done. I forgot her name. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Marvel, like, nah, there's some, oh well, I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking in list. Go now, ahead. Now I'm not talking about <laughs> X Men. I'm talking about Marvels. Marvels movies that they have 
they control over right, right now. now. But it's coming back. Right. But that's a story for another time. Right. That's a, the whole Fox thing is another. Yeah, story. we could just right. have a whole superhero <laughs> right. podcast going. Right. Right. Um, so, my theory is since they closed the loop in order to advance the Avengers storylines, because mm-hmm. all the movies advance the Avengers storylines, uh-huh. right? That they have to dispense with the villains versus like having them live to fight another day, right? Or you know, or well, no, because um, even in Doctor Strange, he got rid of the villain. However, he create they created another, another one, one in the process yes. because he didn't like how the power was being abused, right? So um, anyway, <clears throat> I feel like T'Challa, Black Panther, was put in a compromising position that he didn't necessarily want to be in because he didn't ask to be in it. He didn't ask to be in it. He didn't want to. Well, be in and it. neither did Eric Killmonger. And there's the right. There's the rub right there is that you have these two people who are thrown into this situation into a conflict that they had nothing to do with that neither one of them even really knew about. I mean, I think but Eric somebody had, was going to have to solve it. Right. Well, Eric had more knowledge of it. Than, right. than T'Challa did. Right. And that's where I, well, and this is most villains. When most villains in any story, they are created. They're not born unless you're the Joker, which he was just evil incarnate from the womb, I think. But, <laughs> uh, well, it, or that we haven't gotten the true right. meaning behind his madness. But with most villains in any kind of story, there's something that, triggers that anger there's something that there's some event in their life that makes them snap i mean you look at magneto he was ripped away from his parent his mother at a concentration camp and shit you know so it's like these traumatic heart-wrenching things you almost feel for them because you know why they're the way they are it's all this massive i'm gonna get revenge on the people that did this to me but then somehow it's misdirected. <laughs> they become reckless. Right. Them. They, it, It's like they they feed off of that energy and it becomes power in some kind of way. Like along the along their way to revenge, they notice some things. They develop some skills. Think about Eric Killmonger. He honed all his birthright warrior type skills and went and robbed museums and stuff. You know, I mean, he he had a band of people that he ran with so he had a command over things and was like this and then or when he was in the army and killing all those people he realized that on his on his path of revenge he developed some skills he developed a sense of power he it went beyond the initial the the initial goal or the initial mission and i think that they did do one thing to try to establish his evilness mm-hmm. so everyone out there listening nightshade his girlfriend mm-hmm. um who caught a bad one but go ahead he does not kill her in the conference. i didn't think so <laughs> and the <laughs> fact that that happened fact, i was like Rrr. in fact that's his right hand she's his right hand well so, he wasn't gonna make it out of the movie alive so he right, didn't need it right right right, right <laughs> he right. didn't need a right hand right 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 so i mean i guess you know i mean and even I mean, how many movies has somebody shot through a person's shoulder to shoot the other person? And they're like, why did you shoot me? Yeah. Like, all, if you think about all the Lethal Weapon movies. Right? Like, like he'd have Speed. To, right, right, right. All these movies. Shoot the hostage. Right, right. All these movies where you get a clean cut through the through the, the hostage to, the, to shoot <laughs> to, kill, to kill the bad guy. Right, right. You don't have... There was no, that was just that was just wanton 
violence for yeah. the sake of I think establishing to show him to show to, far, to make him a bad far, how willing right to show how, to make him bad uh-huh. and to show how far, and and that's my point. So the 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 term bad. So before the horrible prequels, mm-hmm. before the horrible prequels, one character rose to the surface as pure evil for no particular reason whatsoever no no motivation no nothing just Darth Vader right inherently evil before that there had never been a character that just was not there was there had never been a a fictional character that was um I mean but even with Darth Vader he was provoked well we saw the prequels right right but before the prequels we didn't know right he was just crushing people's tracheas for no damn reason for no reason right I mean, or, or, we had no context. Right. Or let's say, I mean, if you want to argue Lord of the Rings, okay, well, those were gods, so mm-hmm. and wizards and stuff. That's mm-hmm. small different stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm talking about people. Yes, <laughs> we're talking about human, human, human beings. Human beings driven right. to right. unspeakable acts. So right. So Darth Vader was pure evil, mm-hmm. and you mentioned the Joker. Joker was driven to insanity but once he became insane it just was a wrap yeah you know what i mean um like he's functionally insane right yeah so if you want to call it that (laughs) yes so so i guess the thing is with um killmonger and t'challa so t'challa was put into this compromising position where he you know was country over over individual Mm -hmm. that was literally his dilemma Mm -hmm. um you know killmonger's thing was you know he he said it we all know who saw the movies and hopefully are listening said it um and if you're not if you didn't see the movie and just want to listen here's the cliff notes uh-huh. so you know his whole thing was my our people have been subjugated and 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 treated bad all these years and here y'all are sitting in this ivory tower mm-hmm. privileged and with resources and, resources and technology up that, the wazoo that, that that nobody would even like lay a finger on mm-hmm. us. I mean, so I think there was so many things that he addressed in that short sentence, right? Like he actually cared for all people of mm-hmm. color. And I think, you know, no, I think he, it's a step further. He cared about everybody because think about what he said also in that same speech. When, when T'Challa tried to bring up, I'm trying to protect my people. He was like, you're living in the birthplace of civilization. Isn't everybody your people? Uh huh. True, true, true. And I was like, boom. <laughs> right, right. It was like, what can you say to that? Right. He's like, you are living in the birthplace. Aren't you living in the birthplace of civilization? So right. isn't everybody your people? Right. So, which was a powerful statement in itself, just from a societal. Right. Like, like that was a in your face, everybody. Right. So Killmonger, Killmonger was a globalist, mm-hmm. and the Wakandans were. Nationalist. Yes. So it literally was a global. It was globalism versus nationalism. But it was globalism in a sense because he's angry. Uh, a world domination globalist view, well, not a not a let's share our resources with the world and make it a better place. It's like no, let's go forth and conquer everybody. Okay. Okay. Type. Right, right. I mean, he he did not have a kumbaya. No, right, because the thing movie, here. If, if it had been Kumbaya or like let's sit down and talk, then the movie would have turned into a political documentary. Because that's where that's where um oh gosh, I can never think of the character's name, but it's um uh Daniel uh Kaluuya's character. Oh boy, 
the uh, I can't think of his name. You know, the right. blue outfit people. Right. Um, right. I can't think of his character's name, but it's Daniel Kaluuya's. Right. Uh, and for those who don't know who Daniel Kaluuya is, he's the star of Get Out, um, who's also in Kumlai. Don't know. I think it's Kumbaya. Um, but anyway, Kumbaya. he he had the globalist view too. But from a Kumbaya perspective, he was like, "Why are we hoarding? Why, you know, there are people in other countries suffering and dying. We can cure cancer. We can do this. We've got we've got all these resources." And and he was looking at it from a global help other melanated people out. Right. I think I don't think he was trying to to go colonize around us. But, but then when he meets this dude, you know, he meets Eric Killmonger and, and sees that he sort of, I think he, I think he was so caught up in the fact. Wakabi. Wakabi, right. He was so caught up in, um, in, in finding the killer, the the King's killer. He he played, I mean, not the King's killer, but um, his, his parents killer. Yes. He played on an emotion. Right. Major plot hole though. How would Killmonger know that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? How, how uh, like? But he no brought. Intel. He had clue. He had. I mean, claw. He had claw by right, the neck, and so how, he was like, "That's the killer." Okay, good. I'm you, my boy, because that's all I wanted. Right. And you sort of had the same idea that I do about sharing. Of course, right. your idea of sharing and my idea of sharing are not the same. But he didn't know that. He right. just sort of gravitated toward the the overview right. that Killmonger presented. Right. And he was like, "No, we need to listen to him." You know, I'm on his side. And then this is what messed me up about Wakabi is like, even when he went straight gangster on everybody, Wakabi still is on Killmark. So I was like, dude, do you not see that this is not the right idea? It's like, he. Well, that was just. That was just we just needed. That, that, that was, was movie just, magic. <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to say, actually, more than that, that was more like, that was just male machismo. Machismo. <laughs> Because like, he's like, I can't go back now. Uh, I, <laughs> I chose a side. Right, I'm wrong. I can't. I can't go back. I chose a side, right. and I'm gonna look like a punk if I. <laughs> right. No different than uh, switching back over to Thor. Um, Keith Urban, Carl Urban's character, um, the guy who Hella brought on to. Oh, 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 oh right, right. Because he knew he knew she was bad. He knew she was wrong from day from one. day one, but he was like, he was stuck, hmm. right until he just. But she made me a general, you know, right, kind of right, thing. Like right. she gave me a position of power, mm-hmm. how, and and it sucks. I'm like right. having to execute people. All his people get killed. Yes, off. right. Yes, she so, made him do right most so, of it. Right. So. so you know, like it's it, you you get to a point of no return, and you're like your ego and how far you've taken it won't allow you because that critical scene when they all started fighting. Yeah. Was the scene where everybody should have backed down, right? But and that and that's kind of where uh, you know the people on Chitala's side was like, "Why are we doing this? Like, what do you? Right. Why are we fighting each other? Like, right. we're all boys. What is what right. is really happening here? Right, right. What is happening? Um, but I think what you and I are discussing and how we're discussing it speaks illustrates the point that. I'm trying to make. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, you're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> it illustrates the point that I'm trying to make that, like, our actual discussion is the point. Yeah. They just have different opinions. Yeah. It's it was all that, a difference of opinions. It I wasn't mean, hate. It wasn't. Well, it turned into well, that. It, was it turned. It turned. Yeah. Well, well, because anger. he was so angry. Right, right. It was like all of this could have been settled and been a very boring movie <laughs> had they. Just had a talk, right? Well, that that was never gonna happen. And that, yeah. and the talk, the the talk that that 
you know, all of us peace-loving humans, <laughs> you know, us idealist, peace-loving, tree-hugging mm-hmm. humans would have liked was the conversation that they had. Mm-hmm. At the end. At the sunset. At the end, yeah. But even that, right? So, you know. And it still wasn't a full enough conversation. But even that, like, I feel like the beauty of their whole thing was that they were fighting because they were opposed, not because one was like like it wasn't like t'challa was trying to route evil mm-hmm. t'challa was just trying to stop this from happening right you know what you're I mean? stopping further bloodshed he right. did not and then he knew mm-hmm. that you know he was still torn i think i think t'challa was torn internally about embracing the world view as right. sharing what wakanda has with the world right. i think in theory because he probably think that's a good idea but at the same time well it's no different than tony stark not wanting to give the iron man suit up right you know what i mean right like, like in the wrong hands right. this right. could be crap and i think that's what he's saying he's like right. we can't do this because i've been over there and i've seen what these people do right. when they have great things Right. And you know the whole the, with great power comes great responsibility, right. and and a lot of people are not willing to take that responsibility in a, in the right way. But so, at the end, like, but again, he wasn't a villain. No, he was not a villain. He was not the bad guy. He was an he was it, the opponent. Yeah, he, he was, was an opponent. antagonist. He, he just was the opponent. Like there was an article about the New England Patriots um, that spark me to reach out to you to have this podcast you know there was the new england patriots segued yeah. into this conversation well the thing is is that the new england patriots are viewed as pure evil by many fan, I, football fans yeah now, I, I'm, I'm one of those people bill belichick <laughs> tom brady you know okay I'm not going to necessarily... I have theories on Tom Brady that are interesting. Mm. Um, me and my son have a theory about Tom Brady and mm-hmm. why he always wins. I mean, it, and it has nothing to do with like cheating. We believe that he made some deal with somebody that's very powerful. I, you know what? I have the same thought, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he made a deal with somebody. He's going he's gonna to have to pay the piper at some point, but he made a deal with someone. Like, <laughs> you will win all football games. I just need your soul. <laughs> <laughs> But there's no way that everyone on that team is evil. Right, right. right. But, but so persistent is the desire for someone to be bad mm-hmm. that what happens when you just, when someone's not necessarily bad, but is a, has an opposing It's different. View, just thinking differently than you. And in lies the, the problem with life. You know, right. it's like they're good and evil sometimes skirts a fine line you may think something is evil just because it's not what you agree with it's not i mean think about i mean i don't want to get into a deep religious discussion but you think about people with different religious views that think you know someone of a different faith is wrong or evil or bad or devil worshipers because they they believe in a different way than you do right um, I mean, so they're so they're bad. It's like if, if you're not this, then you're awful and you're going to hell. Right. Well, you're bad. <clears throat> you're evil. And a point you were making right before we turn the mic on, you're wrong. You're wrong. Right. It's not that you're wrong. You might no. just have a different method. Yeah. Like you're you're trying to get to what you believe is right. Your perspective. Yeah. Because my perspective on right and your perspective on right, we would need a third person to decide. 
what right actually is because but no, you but would we though but but i guess what i'm saying is this right mm-hmm. if i believe what's right is right then that's what i believe right if you believe what's right is right then right whatever your version of right is is right exactly there's no (laughs) there's no we could both be dead wrong but the difference is is that we can sit here and have a conversation and not kill each other over it right i can respect you having your view and and you know for as long as we've been friends i know that we have conflicting views on on different things it doesn't stop us from being friends it doesn't stop us from having a conversation does not stop us from having a nice healthy heated debate about it um and then you know, I go home, you go home, and you know, a couple of weeks later, we're like, "Hey, let's go have dinner." You know? right, 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 right. <laughs> so that was the difference. That was what was missing with Killmonger and T'Challa. Was right. that I think I think T'Challa was more willing to be like, "Come here, let's let's let's, let's settle this," because, right. and and this I think that's the part where that's so true to to real life is when someone is set. And especially when that, when they're set in anger is what's cementing them to their belief and pain and hurt because he was truly wronged. He, he was probably one of the most innocent people in this whole thing. Right. Um, because he was a child when everything happened to him. Right. And the way it happened, um, you know, he's, he's had a lifetime of building up that nastiness in him mm-hmm. for those people has been poisoned in his veins right so when someone has had that much time to have it hardened it's going it's going to take some fierce detoxing to get him to even listen to have a conversation and that's why he would never i mean i think in their confrontations when T'Challa was like okay let's talk he would not let him get a word out cuz think about it the minute he was able to speak something speak something in love to Killmonger, his soul might have softened. And mm-hmm. then the whole thing is for not. It's like, I went through all this. I done killed 10,000 people to get to this point. Right. And then you just made me turn into chocolate pudding on the floor. It can't go out like that. So then the machismo kicks in too. And then the machismo kicks in on T'Challa's side because he's like, no, this little Negro ain't going to come up in my castle and try to take my crown right. from me, you know, right. just because his feelings are hurt. Right, right. <laughs> you know? well, there, that goes back to that 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 <clears throat> super African superhero. I am Africa. <laughs> right, the super, Af- <laughs> the, the super African I used to read about the in the super, 70s. Super African. I used to read about in the 70s, right? That's going to become a thing now, Eric. Right, super African. <laughs> the super African. Right. <laughs> But you I just, know, yeah. that dude, the super African. Right, 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 right. Like, don't talk to me. I'm royal. I'm a royal African, mm-hmm. and I have muscles. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the way. And I have a hundred women with spears. Right. That's literally <laughs> that do my bidding. I, that was that was what I was reading, or I mean, I'm sure I was not reading that. That's what the, <laughs> that is what I was taking in uh-huh. when I was reading Black Panther comics, or reading well, not even Black Panther, but Fantastic Four. Because mm-hmm. that's where he first showed. I mean, he had right. his own comic, but I mean, right. he made his debut in a few, and then he was he always seemed to be tied into. I mean, because of technology, he always seemed to be tied in with Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Well, that's interesting because they yeah. threw him squarely up into the Avengers without a problem. Yeah, yeah. which I don't think anybody's mad at. Yeah, I, I haven't heard any. 
well, he's, super he's, comic. He's, a, he's, he's an, Avenger. an Avenger, right? He's an Avenger, so. But I haven't heard any negative. Like, I know some serious no, no fact-checking comic book people that... Oddly enough, oddly enough, no fanboys have come out have, against the movie. Well, you know why? Because um, Disney, once they took over Marvel Studios, which started with the very first Avengers movie, yeah. they have done it so in such a way that's so freaking awesome that you can't even get mad even with little story nuances that um you know that you go okay that wasn't quite right like kind of what i said earlier like "Ah, but it's okay (laughs) i'll take it you know and then you get the other side the other the other marvel movies that are owned by other studios that just make a complete mockery debacle trash heap of the storylines my only point where I will disagree with you on that is Iron Man 3. That was trash. Oh, well, that movie was... Well, Disney wasn't in charge of Iron Man back then. But it was Marvel. It, it was Marvel Studios, but Disney didn't it own it Disney back then. Did. Disney did not... The first Marvel movie that came out under the Disney umbrella was, was The Avengers. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. So Sony or whatever still had Iron Man. No, I think it was Paramount. Ooh, oh, mm-hmm. I think yeah. it was them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they... Yeah. Oh. They should have stopped. Iron Man, the first Iron Man was enough. They didn't need to go any further than that one. Yeah. I mean, because they, well, this is about Black Panther. I know, we're not going to go with that. That's a, that's a story for another time. Right. What'll be interesting, though, mm. because what, what I cannot wait for um, for for Infinity Wars mm. is when um, Tony meets Shuri. Oh, I just I just can't wait for them all to be in Wakanda together. That's gonna yeah. just be when Tony meet, when Tony starts meet Shuri. I I can't. I, I mean, bet that's gonna be so I mean, funny. You know, Robert Downey Jr. is gonna bring his his, his total trademark snarkiness. Yes, to it, but Shuri Shuri's got hers too. Yeah, she's smarter, I mean she's written. Yes, smarter, as smarter, as smarter than, him. than him. Yes. So like he's gonna show up with all his tech and be like, and and it's gonna look like. It's going to look like ColecoVision. Right, right, right. Talk toys. Right. <laughs> it's going to look like Pong. Right. It's going to look like Pong compared, right, right, right. compared to her PlayStation 16. Right. He's going to be like, <laughs> I don't, I mean, he's going to, you know, of course he's going to crush on her like he did Oh, God, Banner, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's going to be like, I don't know. Oh, Banner's going to be there too. So they're right. both going to be like, gay. Right, right, right. They're going to want to date her. Right. And Probably. Yeah. yeah. And she's like could be their child so not a good <laughs> right. idea yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's like totally yeah. rob it <laughs> totally rob. and they're colonizers so she's not gonna go for that yeah, yeah. all right we're, this is a different story <laughs> we're not covering alternative universes here <laughs> i've never been a fan of alternate alternative universes no anyway. but i i forgot about that i that is going to be i mean the first and i mean he has the suit the extremist suit and he's gonna have the suit i'm talking about tony stark uh-huh. and Iron Man. he's gonna have the suit that forms around him uh-huh. but They've already done that. Of course. <laughs> you know, they've already I mean, got... That, that, that's, already, so, that's so a uh, hundred years ago. They, they, they already have the nanotechnology, you know, that, I mean, it's coming out of the necklace. You know, I think his comes out of his glasses. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what's going to be interesting is and when they also, realize how long, when he realizes that they have been light, he thinks he's the, you know, the innovator of everything. Right. And then he's going to walk into a room that they've had this technology for centuries or something and right. realize that he's low man on the totem pole. Right. Like Everett Ross, when he came to and was like, mm-hmm. what's what? Where am I? Where am I? What, what well, year no, is it? Right, right. He said, he said, I presume this is Wakanda. 
<laughs> you know, because then he then he had no choice but to believe what uh, Claw told him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh, I think because um, I don't, I, we're starting to get close to the time. I think, you know, I I wouldn't I would not view Killmonger as a villain. I would view him as an opponent. And if you think about Ulysses, the Iliad, and the Odyssey, and all these movies of old, where you know one stood victorious over the other. Mm-hmm. They weren't so the new age of selling stories and movies, but I'm not gonna say stories. I'll say movies because you know I don't know who reads anymore, right? Or read. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not slamming anybody who reads. What I'm saying is that old school literature had. It wasn't about heroes and bad guys. It was about. It was about a hero's journey. It was a hero. It was. It was a journey to becoming a hero. Becoming a by, man by defeating your opponent. You weren't a hero first. You became a hero. Right. Just like you become a villain. Right. So, you know, the victor, let's call him the victor, the victor always stood over his opponent, but was not happy about his win. Yep. And actually honored the fallen. Like, he proved to be a great and valiant competitor. He deserves... A valiant send-off and then you know if it was a viking movie everybody's on fire and you're singing, <laughs> well, explode you know, the boat burn right, the boat right you send the boat out and you send the, shoot the arrows and, and you're and you're tra- celebrating this opponent that you've deposed but now villainy has been made so black and white right so evil versus good so right versus wrong so you know so that you know you, you kill him you, you dice him and slice him and dice him and then the music plays you know what I mean well there's 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 all this celebrate there's no mourning the actual loss that took place like what I th- what I felt in what I, I guess what I'm saying is what I felt in Black Panther and I and again due to the inability to have a movie go four hours uh-huh I felt that sunset scene or sunrise scene, whatever it sunset. was. It was sunset. sunset. Sun, uh-huh. That sunset scene. Yeah, it was sunset because they were fighting during uh-huh. the day. I felt that sunset scene, you know, it pulled back and it faded to black. Uh-huh. But what would have been cool, because I'm sure it happened. I, I'll, For him to have a funeral. Well, he, he gave him a proper burial. I'm sure he because did. Because he complained to his dad. That you didn't even give your father, your brother, your brother a proper. proper you didn't bring him home. You, you just him left him with his with, right, with panther claws in his a, chest. You're right and, to give him a proper burial. Yeah. Right. Um, what would have been cool was to see him mourn Killmonger because I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I know I'm, he did. I'm, I'm I sure thought he about did. that too. I'm sure he. did. I thought about that they, too. They, they literally sat together. He slumped. Mm-hmm. He slumped over into his arms mm-hmm. on the on the on the cliff side. Yeah. So there's no way he didn't like spend the rest of the night or not the night but spend the next uh, several amount of time with morning him. yeah morning. you know until somebody came and got I him mean, and... shoot his father who got killed in civil war he mourned like he was like enough yeah you know when he was talking to victor von whatever his name was <laughs> and uh oh at the end yeah yeah he was like so he had the wherewithal to not celebrate being you know the hero uh-huh he was i think he was a true victor, and Killmonger. I would I wouldn't call Killmonger a villain. I would call him moral of story. I wouldn't call him a villain. I call him an opponent. Yeah. Because it's like, just someone with an opposing view. Right. So like the Patriots versus the Eagles. Getting mm-hmm. back to the Patriots thing. Yeah. Both teams want to win. Is one team wrong for wanting to win? No. No. Unless. And is one team bad when they don't? 
Right. Does that make? Does that mean? I mean, and I look at that too. It's like, uh, no, you know, when like, a when well, a team, they, then they just suck. To, you know, right, right. Or, or 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 you know, the the team won because God was with them. Really, you think? Really? I mean, I'm I'm sure. What about the other team that was praying to win the game? Right. They lost. Right. They got beat by better players or better, you know, better circumstances. Well, and then I think of something like the Super Bowl or even the Olympics or anything like that. It takes a lot to get to that point. You can't discount that. So there's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. That's just how it goes. Somebody's coming in first and somebody's coming in second. That's just how the shit goes. But you can't discount what it took them to get there. So they don't suck. They were the, you know, the Eagles were the opposing team. They were good enough to be there. So they're not pure evil because they lost, you know, they don't suck. They're not horrible because they, they lost. They had, somebody had to go. (laughs) No, but, but the, but humanity has gotten to a point, unfortunately. It's either this or that. Right. Where, their loss was to be a bloodthirsty victory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, one team wanted to win and so did the other team. Yeah. Killmonger wanted his way and what and the compromising position that T'Challa or Black Panther was mm-hmm. put in was that he had to protect his way. Yes. He wasn't necessarily trying to beat him. He was Mm-mm. trying to protect He was just his, trying to keep people he, alive. He That's literally to, what he was right, trying to do. To prevent, he said, we we have a monster of our own creation. Mm-hmm. Wild and out. Mm-hmm. What, what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> you know? Well, and here's, here's one thing, too, about Killmonger is he assumed, he assumed that when it was all said and done... T'Challa was going to put him in a, in a cage because he said it. He was like, right. you're going to put me in a cage. And and he didn't even have a chance to really respond to that. Right. To be He's like, because he wasn't person. going to. No. He wasn't going to put him in a cage. Right. And he didn't even get the opportunity. But because he assumed that, and see, this is back to our society. It's like once, once you're a bad egg, everybody thinks you're a bad egg. And then they just assume that I'm walking in the room and everybody's just going to think I'm a bad egg. Right. Um, and there's no way that I can escape that. So I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take myself out of this before you do something with me that I don't want you to do instead of taking a beat, letting him talk to him. Of course, you know, he was, well, he said, he's like, we can heal you. And when he said that, that was actually the door that was, we can heal you. And for me, I took it as. Him saying we can heal you because if because if, if he was really worried about this dude wilding out, he wouldn't have said we can heal you. He would have just let him bleed right remember, out right there. Remember, this is the same person that was getting ready to gut claw in, in, <laughs> in Korea, and the only reason he stopped was because he was on camera. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. So so he he would if he was worried, he would have been like, uh, "Dims the brakes, cause." So <laughs> so you, a, you want me to pull this here knife out, or you just gonna you just gonna let it ride? What, what you want? So here's an interesting point that you just raised that I think would be great to end on. So that reference was to the the, the Igbo tribe that jumped off the ships when they were uh-huh. coming over here yeah. saying that we'd rather commit suicide yeah. than live a life of bondage. I wrote a poem about that. I don't know if you ever saw it. No. no. I have to show it to you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and, and I think that like it was it was nice. Like I think I think it was cool like as far as like you know it was yet again another underlying message that would you know cause 
people of color watching this movie to take stock, take value, mm-hmm. to think mm-hmm. beyond surface level. Yeah. But I want to go even further, right? Because he had been abandoned, because he had uh, been filled with so much rage, because he had been so lost and been turned into such a monstrosity because of all these things he couldn't consider which was the point that you made you just mm-hmm. made he couldn't consider any alternative but violence yeah when even to himself right so when he said that to him we can heal you you know he meant that on a, on a lot of levels. Yeah, he, he meant, meant that like, not just heal your you, wound. Yeah, we can bring you we back. We can bring you back. You can be healed and be a part of our family. And we can do that. And, all the rest and of he that just stuff. was like, nah. He he already saw a prison for himself. And, and that, because, you and know what? Because he has already been in prison. He has that. And he was in a prison of his, of his own mind. mind. Yes. He was in a prison. He, he, was, he had seen the prisons that in prison people african-americans mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and he just presumed assumed and i mean it he's was, not wrong right he's not wrong <laughs> again he's not wrong to think the way he thinks right but he was off to think that that's that the was, only that was what it. was being offered to him right but because he was so proactive so for whatever mm-hmm. he just acted and, and exactly he never let anybody he, talk to him he right. never let anybody say because every attempt that anybody made to say Look, like even uh, Forrest Whitaker's character, which I don't know, remember his name either. He was like, Zuri. Dude. Z-U-R-I. Zuri. Zuri? Yeah. Zuri? Shuri? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, he was like, look, dude, simmer. Let's, let's, let, let me explain something to you. And he was like, nah, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm trying to take this throne. Right. You know? So when someone gets to that point, like again, well, this, he, was lost. he was, and had been that way since a child. That's right. a lot of he, deprogramming. He was lost because he was, he was abandoned. Yes. As a child. So at the end of the day, he was an opponent, but he was also a victim. Mm-hmm. And he was a big, like him and T'Challa were a victim of all of their ancestors. Yes. Everyone that preceded them made them into a, vic- a victim. And yes. if you think about, you know, if I think about my life, I mean, if you think about your own life, think about some of the things that you find yourself in and you recognize that this isn't even you, that you're a victim. Now, yeah. you're a victim of the people that came before you, victim of circumstance, victim of program, things you've observed, what they've been, what have been said to you. If you were an abused child, mm-hmm. victim of abuse, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Now it's your responsibility to choose otherwise. Right. But you know, for the sake of this two hour and 16 minute movie, there was no space for all right. of that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it ended with him making this profound quote that T'Challa probably had they not, faded to black so quickly T'Challa would have like that's not what I mean yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like no no no, no he blood. probably wouldn't have let him he might he might have held his hand and be like no no stop right. that right we are not this is not the end of your story this is right. not how you and and you have to not want to go out this way and I think there's where we as people sometimes you know inflict these wounds on ourselves is is there's I think there was a, for as, you know, as righteous as he tried to make himself seem, there was a little self-loathing there. Yeah. You know, it's almost like, you know, how we get into this rut of hating our station in life and all this kind of stuff, but then we inflict that emotionally on ourselves. Right. And so there was a little bit of self-loathing there because if he had, if he had just an ounce of love for himself, then, or who he was or who he could actually become, he might have 
lived, he might have had the will to live a little bit longer. But you know, and I'm I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. But you can disagree. We've established that yeah, you can, yeah, you no. can have, we can have yeah. opposing views. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking now, <laughs> and just, you not be a villain. Right, 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 exactly. I mean, you know, any married people listening. <laughs> Understand that you can disagree with your husband or your wife and they don't have to necessarily be bad. No. You know what I mean? And they could even be wrong and still not be and bad. And still be okay. Because when you're wrong, whatever that is, uh-huh. that's typically as a result of a mistake. Yes. Typically. Now, what I'm describing as wrong is not finding your spouse in bed. <laughs> <laughs> in between somebody else's legs. <laughs> I'm saying wrong, like forgetting to take out the trash. Right, right. right or exactly. leaving some food out on the counter. Right. Or, or forgetting even, to pick up a child. Right, right, <laughs> right. Or picking them up late. Right. Or, or exactly. some drawers was still in the sink or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I mean, I don't do that. I'm just saying, I don't do that, nor did I do that. I'm just saying that, but I do rec- I do remember how being wrong became a bad thing. Uh-huh. And I even defended. Mm-hmm. that because I was made well I don't know if I was made to feel bad about being wrong or if I just myself felt bad because mm-hmm. you know my daughter now as a student and then you know just whatever to your point mm-hmm. my daughter who's a sixth grader now really has a problem with being wrong and I'm like well babe maybe that's the age because my right. son is the same way like yeah. like when he's wrong it's like the end of the world right and I'm like but like you've only been here 12 years right and you've only been aware of the, the time you've been here for maybe five seven <laughs> of that maybe because right. right. I'm, I'm referencing stuff from kindergarten and you're looking at me like, like what are you talking about like when did that happen right right so um yeah um I think that I think that they're just like this whole diametrically opposed thing mm-hmm. that has driven stories and cl- driven movies and definitely drive social media. Mm-hmm. I think at some point it's going to have to in order to I mean like so Black Panther has proven that diversity works mm. in movies, you inclusion know. Inclusion and diversity, diversity inclusion, right? So diversity inclusion and I if you want to add to this, but I want to close on this diversity and inclusion has to go beyond gender and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And it also has to go to opinion. Yes. And that's I, a good, I like that. Ideology, I like they said that. Right. Because everybody, Christians want everybody to be super, you know, Christians want everybody to be their type of Christian, mm-hmm. you know, and, and good Lord, we know there's all kinds of Christians. Right. I mean, you know, I think it was my past. I don't I'm not sure, but it's like, well, if you're only hanging out with the people that, agree and see things exactly the way you you do are you actually accomplishing anything Uh, are you a productive member of society right 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 so i think that it it's i think we need to start to embrace differences of opinion without conflict Mm -hmm. even if it makes you feel uncomfortable right well conflict or if it makes you feel like well but hearing i mean there's gotta be i mean there's always gonna be a little healthy amount of conflict i mean hearing something that you don't want to hear creates discomfort yes and then you protect your you protect that discomfort you protect yourself from that discomfort by woofing up mm-hmm. at least all Men black, do. at least all the black people i know do maybe look this is not a, this is not a bigoted show i'm not trying to, <laughs> hey I'm not. you know I, it, it's funny because you know 
I mentioned the podcast, the B side that I, that I do with another friend and, uh, our first show was black Panther and we talked about the winter Olympics and it, and it was, you know, about black stuff. And they're right. like, so we're trying to say, but the B side is not stand for black, right, right, right. <laughs> but it just so happens that we're two black people. So you're going to get that. Right, 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 <laughs> this is not a black show. It's not about being black. It's just, it's just that when you have two black people talking, Right, we we got some perspective on that. Yeah, there's, there's. I mean, we're we're a beautiful animated people, but there are times yes. where I think that we get a little lathered up about stuff and are not open to opposing uh, opinions. Yes, I mean it's ridiculous. Like, yes, it's 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 maddening. Actually, I mean, I don't want to get dragged. No, but, <laughs> but but I mean, that's what Black Twitter is, right? Right. Oh, Black Twitter will drag you in a second. Right. So Black Twitter, we are unrelenting. I, I love you, Black Twitter. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Please don't drag me. Right, please don't drag me. Please don't drag me for this opposing opinion. Right. I'm just saying that, like, we get we get really worked up if somebody disagrees. We do. And and I think that all people should, you know, I mean, and it, you know, it's just the culture and the climate across. Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless of ethnicity. Like, right. You know, yeah, I think it happens I mean, with everybody. In the yes. Spectrum, I mean, absolutely. The reason fake news is fake news now is because it's, it's an opposing view. Right. So if it's opposing, it's fake. Well, and that's and that's the the core issue is being able to not to be able to have a difference of opinion and it not be wrong. Right. Um, and I mean, which correct. is I think is a very in <laughs> yeah. you know that's 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 a angle that I this is my first time ever discussing it on that angle because I'm I'm all for I want to learn. I'm I'm an avid learner, so I love learning about other people and other cultures and the other, other way things are done and other beliefs, and they fascinate me. Right. Um, and not all of them I agree with. Right. But I don't look at what someone does or believes in or how they conduct their lives as wrong. It has nothing to do with me. Right. It's not hurting me in any way. They're not, you know painting me with it you know they're not trying to to persuade me to come over to their side whatever i'm just learning right and well that's kind of isn't that kind of like i'm i live thousands of miles away (laughs) and i don't really like how you're doing things over there (laughs) they're wrong they're wrong so let's go let's go let's go beat them up let's go let's go go. shoot up the joint and take it over right i'm gonna go over there and 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 show you how you're, how you're doing wrong. everything wrong. And, uh, you know, the cost of this free service is all your natural resources. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I'm not speaking but, about anybody in, in particular. No. Not, especially not where I live. No. So, yeah. this, this, this is, that's fake news. That's actually, that was just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, on that, and on that, I think we should close out the show. So, uh, Oh. Thank you, Christy. I appreciate yeah, it. This welcome. is good. This is good. Well, we always have good conversations. Yeah, so this is good. we just decided to take air it. our dirty laundry yeah, on the air. <laughs> air our talk, talk to ourselves on a computer. Talk to ourselves on our as computer. As Peter Griffin says on Family Guy. He, yes. He clowns podcasters. Because uh, they're talking to themselves on their computers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do that. Yeah. So, cool. All right. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. I hope you got something from that. <laughs> this I know is a crazy I did. conversation. <laughs> yeah. Please feel free to uh, 
email me, uh, drag me on Twitter. <laughs> don't drag him on <laughs> no, Twitter. Please don't drag me on Twitter. Don't drag um, me on Twitter. We are on Pain to Power Podcast is on iTunes, Google Play Store, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So please uh, give subscribe. Me, it's awesome. Yeah, subscribe. Give me a five star rating or four star rating. I mean, I can't tell you what rating to give me, but I'd like you to give me a five star rating on iTunes or Google Play. He, talk, he talks about some deep stuff. Yeah. So iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play Store and SoundCloud. So hit me up, share, um, and and follow um, you on the Instagrams. And and well, <laughs> let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, <laughs> and uh, have a great day. And happy to uh, this is this is a taped podcast. It's not live, but. Happy International Women's Day. Or you can say International Women's Month. You know, we celebrate all month long. Right. But this is the particular day that we're recording month. it. This is the day that we're recording it. But this is the month of the woman. And I have a woman here in celebration of that I month. I am woman. Hear me roar. I am woman. I am woman. <laughs> <laughs> I am every woman. It is all in me. And, and it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good, good. I could do a lot of editing.